Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. This is 33. Sipping bourbon on a Friday night while your mother gets stoned as hell. This is adulting people. Jeez. You gonna survive or? Okay. I can't even believe it's Friday night. I didn't even realize that. We are so lame. Well, I know, but honestly, what else are we doing? Everything's shut down, you know? I mean, honestly, you look great. I feel like you look like you're going out. Oh, definitely not. Someone today, my boyfriend, I was FaceTiming him and it was like 5.30 my time and my friend Kirsten was over <laughs> and what time is it there? And he was like, um, half past 12. And I was like, I haven't seen half past 12 since 2019. Absolutely not. <laughs> so sad. No, that sounds miserable. I can't stay up past like 10. That's the latest. Yes. I think the last time I saw 12.30 in the morning was New Year's <laughs> Eve. Well, the last time I stayed up past 10 was last night because it was the release party. Oh, I'd say release party. The release of Midnight Sky. And so I went up to Molly's and but it, it was kind of a little party. She was on Zooms and mm-hmm. lives and TikToks and Lord only knows what else. But so she was having her own little party. And so we went and hang out and uh, we had so much fun. That's a great. The song slays. The song so slays. So all these last few weeks when I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. And you're like, well, what have you been doing? And I'm like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> so that's what it was. And we've just been working so many long hours, especially, you know, doing the videos and stuff. And so it's just been crazy, 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 crazy. You know what's crazy? Is I feel like back in the day, artists and bands shot music videos so far in advance of a release. Like, I feel like you would shoot a music video and it would take months and months and months to like edit and get it together and get it out. And I, you guys like just shot this video, like the it's, turnaround. It's, that's why we're all exhausted. Yeah. And you usually do that. That, that. That's not how that happened at all. And it has been a crazy, crazy few weeks. I can't even tell you, but it turned out so good and I'm so proud of her and it was so cool to watch her literally decide what that song meant and how she was going to visually tell the story and like just literally every single solitary detail was her and then directing it and choosing camera lenses and lighting and all this stuff it was like wow like the things that she has learned yeah I'm like how does she know how to do that I think she literally said like even on Hannah Montana they would talk about the lighting or the lens or and she just soaked it all up so anyway she had so much fun directing it and it was so incredible to watch and I think she did such a great job oh and it was a Hopetown production Along oh, with it <laughs> Yes, it was. And I'm so proud of it. And we did so good. And we actually co-produced it with another company. And it was just so much fun. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of Molly. And the song's so cool. And here we go. I feel like some stoners probably know because they're the true homies. But Hopetown is my mom's production company. I feel like a lot of people don't know that you have that, Mom. I feel like that's something you need to brag about a little more often. Oh, um, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a production company called Hopetown Entertainment, and we actually produce this podcast. Um, (laughs) No, like one of my first credits was years and years ago when I went to Nicholas Sparks with an idea for Molly, and we came up with the last song together. And uh, Nicholas is still such a good friend. And, you know, we put that that together and it just became like 
something I love to do. And that was like just creating stories to tell. And it's called Hopetown because I really love to bring hope and light and stuff to the world. And that's kind of why I started it. And it's, it's continued and I've done all the movies and a lot of the things that Molly has done but never, ever a video. So this was our first time to produce a video. And then it was so cool because it was Miley's first time directing. And so it was really cool. And I, I loved it so much. Well, aren't you guys just the cutest little producer-director team? I mean, seriously, I feel like it's so awesome. Maybe it it's cool. never been done. I know. Cool. Well, guess what I've been doing? What? I painted my own accent wall today. How proud are you? Did you tape it off and everything so you I, didn't get it on the ceiling? Of and... course. I ain't no I, amateur. Actually, I, I am an amateur. <laughs> uh, I've painted one wall in my past before this one. It was hard. Okay. We decided, my friend Kirsten helped. Uh, we decided taping it off <laughs> is by far the hardest part of painting. Absolutely. Like there's, first of all, there's no way those lines are straight. Like I tried really hard, but like my eyes were playing tricks on me and I was like, can I even see? Like, what am I doing? It was hard. Honestly, when I watch, like when I have my house painted and I see them taping things off like that, it blows my mind. It's so crazy. Because they get it so perfect and the lines are so straight. There's just no way that I could possibly do that. I definitely could not do more than one wall. Like one wall is all I have in me for sure. But it looks great so far. It's just, it's so crazy because like I'm doing like a whole like room transformation people and I like have to work with some things I'm not thrilled with. Like I have a really hideous gray carpet in my master bedroom that I despise. It's like a light gray, like an athletic medium gray. It's hideous and it has stains all over it from the dogs peeing on it, I'm sure. So I'm having to like work with that, but I think it's like, I'm really excited about the transformation. So I painted the wall today and then I also had the electrician come in. You guys, let me give you a pro freaking tip. Something that is a game changer that should honestly at this point be installed on every single light switch in your house is a dimmer. Like, how do you uh. not put a dimmer on a bedroom chandelier? And I feel like a lot of people would think like, oh, I, you know, they didn't do that when they did the house, so I can't do it. But you can actually just add it on at any time. Like, these electricians came in here today and added that little switch on in like max eight minutes. Like, it was so quick. Are you for real? It was so fast. I like blinked and they were gone. It was great. So I got a dimmer put on my chandelier and then painted that accent wall. It's like a dark like brown. It's a gray brown and it's going to look so that sick. That sounds terrible. No, it's sickening. It's so earthy. And so I'm going to do like a black brown Ikea shelf underneath and hang my TV on the wall. And then I ordered several frames from Ikea in black, white, and birch. And I'm going to do like a gallery wall. And I want to get some plants in there. Fake. So, you know, it's really dark in there now. And I'm just so pumped about the transformation. Oh, you are, are yeah. yeah. Well, I can't wait to see, but it sounds very brown and gray. First of all, you love gray, so don't even talk to me about gray. But it, I think you're going to be surprised when you get here and when you see it all together. I think you're going to be proud of me. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll see, but I think. Well, I do love that it feels different. Yeah, it's very different from the rest of the house. Like when you walk in my house, everything's white and I love that. And it's very airy and so much natural light. And then I just want the bedroom to kind of feel like totally different and have like a mood. You know what I'm saying? All right. So here's my, I have a DRMT question this week and it has to do with design. All right. So I'm pro enough that I know you got to pop the, the, um, what are the covers that go over the outlets called? I popped all those covers off that go over the outlets and the light switches because I know you got to take those off to paint underneath and everything. And then I was like, all right, I want to paint these things so that I don't have these big white squares on the wall. So I painted those. But what about the actual socket? Do I paint that or leave that white? Well, you really, really should have an electrician change those out to a black or gray socket instead of white. I didn't even think about doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to do. Now, Tizzle, if you'd answered the phone earlier, the electrician that was here could have probably done that in another eight minutes. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, if, if you're not going to have that done, you don't change out the plate, which is what it's called, huh. because then you have that and then you have this big white socket. So you definitely huh. have to get that changed out um, to a, okay. a color closer to what the wall color is. Totally. I feel like they could probably do a black one and it actually might look cool to have a little contrast. Exactly. Okay. That was such a simple solution. I'm so glad I didn't try to paint them today and get electrocuted. (laughs) Me too. I was getting ready to say, I don't think you should do that. Because I thought about it. 
Oh my gosh. All right, here's my other question. And maybe you have to see the room first, but so I'm going to hang my TV on the wall. At what height do I hang the television? Okay, so. I'm taking notes. So uh, for me, I'm like 5'7", and I do it a certain way. I'm so visual. Like I can walk up and just visualize. Uh, you can't give me a number? Be. I mean, you know what? I could go measure what I'm on later. And like, okay. You know, but no, I feel like it's such a visual thing because I know right where I want to look at the TV <sighs> and where that should be. Mm-hmm. I really do. So, okay, well, eyeball the television. And then after the television, how? I would think about three inches, maybe what? four. For the first shelf. That's what my question was. The top of the first shelf. Three to four inches to the first shelf. And then what about the second shelf? I'm thinking like 12. 12. I mean, maybe because if you're wanting to put some like I pottery do. on there uh-huh. and really cute things, like you might want some pottery and you might want to have some greenery out of it or, you know. I do. I want all these things. So, Yeah. And if you have smaller accessories, here's another design tip. If you have a shelf like that and your accessories are smaller because some of them get expensive, mm-hmm. there's a trick that I always do. And I'll just like blow up a picture, like eight by 10, something like that, and set that behind the accessories. And that way you have like this picture and then just have a couple cute little tchotchkes, you know, to set in front of it. But the, you know, you can just do a cheap white frame with a picture in it leaned behind. And I think that, you know, is really cool as well. Okay. All right. I took notes about the shelves. It's happening, baby. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Let's pivot. Why is it that parents can't take a not blurry photo or video. I don't understand, Tizzle. Your Instagram stories were blurry today. What was I doing? Oh, look at my lounge chairs. I love having my lounge chairs out here because I'm old and I can't be in the sun. And look at my secret garden, which, by the way, sounds sexual. So no more oh of that. <laughs> and it was all blurry. Why did it? Why was that sexual? Fuzzy is a better word. That's my fuzzy garden. No, fuzzy. Your your videos looked fuzzy, not blurry. Fuzzy. Well, I think that's because it was dirty. (laughs) I did notice it, and then I wiped it off and did another video, but I didn't like that video as much, so I still put up the fuzzy. So you knew it was fuzzy, and you still posted it. I I didn't think it was fuzzy. I thought it was just not as the exact great quality as the others that I didn't like. Okay, I see. We're going to need to set some higher standards for stoners, okay? (laughs) She's losing it. She literally can't talk. (laughs) What was so funny about that? This is what she does to me in the hotel rooms. Exactly. Pull it together. Gave me something. (laughs) (laughs) So you're blaming the weed. So bad. You have no clue right now. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pull it together, though. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, we just got to, we got to get you in a class. How to take a clear, high-quality photo and video on your cell phone. Okay, what else are we doing? I'm going to have another problem if you want to hear about it. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. 
Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do, too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. It. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, out. This is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. Okay, so I also have this other room in my house that's a complete disaster. It's I call it the rec room. Like before I moved into this house, it was clearly a garage that someone finished and turned it into this big like bonus room or whatnot. And it's like a couple steps down from the rest of the house. And it's really big and uh, has the same hideous gray carpet. And then all the walls are just white. Like it is like the blandest, blossed room in the whole world. Like I just like don't even know where to start with it. It needs so much help. But so this company reached out to me and wants to collab on a neon sign. And I thought a neon sign in there could be really cute behind my DJ gear. I mean, great. What should the neon sign say? And what color should it be? Oh, this is great. Yeah? I mean, I would do like that pink purple color. Pink purple? Yeah. Could say like. See, my issue with this is like normally I would get a little further into the design of the room before I went and got something like this. But so it's hard to like picture it when I don't know what the rest of the room is going to really look like because I need a new sofa. I need wall art. I need to move things around like the floors are so ugly. I would love to have like a rug to cover some of it up. Like there's just a lot. That room is insane. But you know what it does have? A big massive TV with two Ikea shelves and (laughs) It really does. So can I do a pink, purple, neon sign? Yeah. It's fine, right? I love that. Oh, you do. Yeah, I think that's great. But I was just thinking it should say something about music. Yeah, or like 
dancing or something partying gets in a corner where i have like my dj gear set up and now that we're all stuck at home and there's no live shows i do like film virtual sets in that corner and stuff like that so just something fun and i have a disco ball that still needs to be hung of course to go like in the corner too so it could be so cute with the disco ball and a little cute sign so stoners okay tizzle's not coming through with any ideas so i need to i need the stoners to do me a solid and send me some ideas for neon signs like what what should it say oh that's good y'all let me know I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Cause they really came through with the Tisha's baked goods. The Tisha's baked goods <laughs> is everything. It's really like good. everything. But okay, wait, what was I gonna say? I forget. <laughs> you know what? I don't like this weed for you. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like wide-eyed and like staring, and then like then then like sudden bursts of laughter, and then just more silence and staring. Like it's insane. <laughs> yeah, this is not. <laughs> what are you doing? Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, what? I, I have never, ever in my life ever been this stuff. Uh, you know what? You know who's supposed to be on this podcast this week? Do you know? No. Trey Cyrus. Oh, no. Are we and getting he, him on the line? Well, he didn't. He was supposed to come over here and do this in person, and he's we'll not. Call him. Oh, oops, I just hit FaceTime. That's not what I wanted. He's going to answer and say, yo. Hello? <laughs> Hello, hey. you're, you're live on Sorry We're Stoned. Hi, honey. Oh my god, I forgot we're doing this. <laughs> well, you were supposed to come over and do it. I got yeah, Noah coming in. I was like, oh my god, something happened. No, I, that's why I knew you'd answer because I never call you. So you. I'm on the sorry, we're stunned with Brandy and Trey. Now, my, now mom's FaceTiming Noah. Fuck you guys. I've asked to sorry, we're stunned. I asked Noah last week to be on the podcast and she didn't respond to my text. She said you did not respond to her text. You want to do it next week? Uh, I'm literally cooking steak right now. Yeah. He's on Brandy's face. I know. <laughs> this is insane. All right, I got to go. I'll call you back. All right, bye. Goodbye. That was nuts. It's Trace was like, I answered because I thought something was wrong. That shows you how little I call him. So literally, he didn't even remember he was supposed to be on the podcast? No. Ugh. But you know what he did remember? He remembered what? to ask me to promote his new clothing line earlier this week. Well... Tell him we would have if he would have came on the podcast. <laughs> That's what I said. I did ask young Nikki. I texted her last week, and she was too busy being in Vegas with her boyfriend to be on my podcast. <sighs> Our family's kids, kids these days. You're telling me. Am I snapped back into it? I don't know. I think we've got to do some DRMT to get okay, you back up. All right. Let's get into some DRMT. Here we go. Hi, Tiss the Dish and Brandi. My name's Lakin. I'm absolutely loving the podcast. I can't wait to listen to it every week. So my question is kind of for both you guys. I am hoping and praying and thinking about buying a house within the next year. It's going to be my first home. I've been a renter the entire time. So I was just wondering if you guys had any advice about the buying process, what to look for, what not to look for when you know working with a realtor or whatever. Any advice is welcome, and I would love to hear what you guys think. Right, thank you. First of all, love that her name is Blake because I love when girls have guys' names. Uh, I love that too. Super cool. That that is like such a crazy question for me. <laughs> Why? Because you're so stoned. Well, you need to sober up. I'm just saying that was deep. All right, Blake, I got you because let's see, like th- three or four years ago, I bought my first house and it was just like such a big deal for me because I just feel like there's so much pressure to like own a home, especially when you're getting into your thirties and whatnot. And it feels so permanent. Like when I was house shopping, I was being so picky originally because I just thought, oh my God, this is the only <clears> house <throat> in my life I'm going to be able to buy and I'm going to live and die in this house and I have to love everything about it. And I was in like a interesting position because when I was shopping, in Nashville like the market was so crazy that I would go look at a house the day it was listed and then by like two hours later there'd be like 12 offers on it and it was just very competitive so I kind of had to learn to be a little bit more spontaneous with um, making a move on something that felt right and I ended up buying a house that needed so much work like it needed to be completely gutted so I had to kind of go in there and thankfully like my mom has a really good eye for for like seeing the potential and stuff but I had to go in there and really like see the potential in something and see that even though it doesn't look the way I want it right now like I can work on this and I can make this feel homey to me and I can make this feel like my home and so I would just that my advice would be that like go into a home not being so nitpicky that everything isn't exactly the way you want because part of the fun about buying a house is making it your own and you can do that over time and just with the the way you design the house like 
the house I'm living in right now is really traditional and it's the way we decorated it and the lighting we chose and just it's the vibe we've created in here that, that makes it feel like me and that makes it so special, even though it's really just like any other suburban home on the street. So you can really turn anything into your dream home. So that would be my advice. Have an open mind. That was really a good answer. Should I literally right? bought that hook line. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, we did do so much to that house. That uh-huh. that house is so freaking cute. Okay. And honestly, everything that you do put into it, and if you do want to sell it in a few years, it does pay off all those upgrades when you go to resale. So it definitely, you're investing also still into yourself and, and to that house because... <laughs> I'm out of it. You are completely out of it. You're not making any sense at all. All right. This is a good question for this moment. This is great. Are you ready? Hi, guys. My name's Emily. I'm from Massachusetts. One, I just want to say I freaking love you guys. I love your family. I literally have been saying for years that you guys are like the southern, cool, pretty version of my family. And I think if we ever got the chance to hang out, we would just smoke a bunch of weed and make music, which is super cool. So anyways, my question is kind of for both you guys, I guess. But my mom also recently became a stoner later in life. Basically, when it became legal in Massachusetts, she kind of started doing it more. So now she's like a grade A stoner. We call her Penny sometimes because she likes vape pens the most. So my question is, do you guys enjoy smoking weed with each other? Because honestly, sometimes my mom is like way too much and it's just too much. And I didn't know if you guys had similar stories or funny stories, but I don't know. It's kind of a cool family bonding thing if you're all into it. Is it fun? Is it annoying? What's the deal? I'm kind of rambling, but you know, stoned. So anyways, I love you guys so much. Uh, Bye. I am obsessed with Emily. I'm obsessed with her, too, because that's what I do. I literally just start looping, and I can't stop and don't know where to end, and it's just a problem. The part about her saying her mom is just too much, I I feel at my core right now. If Emily, if you've been listening to this podcast from from second one, then you know that, yeah, sometimes it's just (sighs) too much. But at least we're having fun. Oh, we're having so much fun. No, we totally, I think we've said it in another podcast, though, that actually, like, Emily, I don't smoke weed. I'm drinking whiskey right now. It's kind of, I would prefer to, like, have a glass of nice whiskey or something. But we do, like, as a family, we do all sit around and everyone smokes. But it is something that, like, we've all done together in the past. And I think we've said before that, honestly, our family hangs are way more fun when a few of us are stoned. Otherwise, we just end up arguing all the time. And now instead, we actually, like, laugh and goof off and have fun. Exactly. But you know what? Uh, let me give you some advice, Emily. Don't travel and share a hotel room with your stepmother <laughs> or you'll never sleep. <laughs> it's true. This is what I do to her at night if we're in the same hotel room and she gets so mad. <laughs> is this is insane. You need to throw that weed in the <laughs> trash. Best thing ever. Honey, I need you to focus <laughs> for this one. Okay, this is going to require you to actually give some advice. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Jason Brandy. My name's Kylie. I'm from Idaho. I just have a little bit of a question about how to kind of get away from my parents. I'm 21 years old. Uh, I have four younger siblings ranging from 12 to 5. And my parents are having a really hard time letting me go and making me feel really guilty about it. I have a boyfriend stay at his house, and they think I'm abandoning them when I'm not constantly with them. What do you suggest that I do not only for my parents, but for my younger siblings, that I kind of get my own space away from them and get to be my own person. Thanks. Love the show. So great. Listen every week. Bye. All right. Let me just give you a little advice here. Kylie, just for one quick second, let's just appreciate that your parents want you so much because when I was 18, my mom booted me out and said I was never welcomed back and I moved out at 18 and never looked back. So just, you know what? You just appreciate your parents' love for a second. Is that true? Yeah, when I, you, when I went to college, you were like, see ya, you can't ever come back. There's two men, there's, I got four more. Like, it's too bad. Figure it out. Yeah, nobody's ever come back home. Thank you. No. <laughs> All right, we got to pull it together. We got to give Kylie some good advice here. What do you think? I literally am like, what is wrong with her parents? I know. Because she's like, got- like count it on down till the you second really- each one walked out the freaking door. No, I'm joking. It is hard sometimes. What advice could we give her? Run far, far away. <laughs> 
You know what? That's actually, it's not horrible advice. I feel like when you do move out, if you initially put like a good amount of distance between yourself and your family, I do think it's easier for them to accept the fact that you're moved, you've moved out and you have your own life and you're growing up. And like, if you, I don't know, like if you just go to like the college down the street in your hometown, I think it's a lot harder to be that close and establish some independence. Whereas if, if you like really? move halfway across the country, it's like, well, couldn't see if I wanted to. So sorry. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Like I really love that my kids live close. Now so I can... originally. That's true. I think in the beginning, it's not a bad idea to get some space. That's my two cents. What's yours, Tizzle? I have absolutely no <laughs> Oh, okay, wait a minute. What are we doing? Are we still doing Dear MG? Yes, we are. We have one more. It's a design question. Use your words, please. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Mood's new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Okay, is there something like, you know how water sobers you up from alcohol? What sobers you up from weed, would you say? <laughs> Whatever that is, can we get some for Tizzle, please, on set? Please, thank you. Like a cold shower, would that help you or no? <laughs> Mother, the water's not doing it. What else can I get you? We're going to lose all of our subscribers <laughs> because you can't pull it together. You know what? Maybe they're stoned too and they are just cracking the hell up uh, and their stomach hurts from laughing so hard. I sure to God hope so. Okay. Okay. I'm going to play this voicemail. Hi, guys. My name is Teresa. I'm from New York, and me and my husband actually just moved into an apartment, so we can't really change too, too much. But because we got married, we were also given, like, these two couches, which were great and all, but they're just tan, and the room is gray, so there's not really, like, much color in there. So my question is really just how do I add some color in the room or really just decorate it to make it look a little bit brighter without going too, too crazy? And my other question was that there was this really ugly, like, short window curtain over the sink in the kitchen. And I just was curious, what kind of window curtain or blind would you recommend for something, like, shorter? So I don't know if that is enough information, but if you guys can help me out, that would be great. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. Okay. All right. So I this I'm gonna answer the second part of your question first. She has a window over her sink, and I totally know exactly what you're saying about this like short curtain. I've seen where people like hang like a half curtain over a window and it's just the weirdest thing. And I feel like that's what you're talking about here. 
I think that if, as long as like, it's not a privacy issue, like if that window is facing like the street or people can see in by all means, put something on it. But I like having nothing on the, my kitchen window above the sink. Like I like for it to be open and let in natural light. I like to like be at the sink and be able to look outside. So I think as long as you don't need to stop people from looking in, if there's, if that's not an issue, then just like leave it open. That's, that's what I think. Or you could do a non-woven <laughs> Tish loves a woven wood. You can get them pretty inexpensive. We get them at like Lowe's. She also asked how to add color to the room because her carpet and walls are neutral and her sofas are neutral. Sounds like somebody else on it. Me? Yeah. My sofa is yellow. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm talking about your gray and brown room. Oh, I actually have terracotta tones and blush tones also in the room. So, mm. that sounds nice. It is nice. Okay, so she says she has these like sofas that were given to her that she's not crazy about. I feel like maybe not a slip cover necessarily, but I have a great tip. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> You're bringing one thing to the table this week. Please enlighten us. So I was on somebody's website that had the greatest idea ever and it looked so chic and so good and it was because she had dogs and kids and it started as just covering it. Then she decided it was because she loved the way it looked and it's Amazon, like literally you get them on Amazon painter's gloss. And they're like an off-white. And you wash them a couple times first and put some bleach in there to soften them up. They look so good. I have it on all my outdoor furniture. And it looks so amazing. And then you just take it off, wash it, and it looks incredible. You have it on your outdoor furniture? Yes. I'm going to need you to post a non-blurry, non-fuzzy, crystal clear picture of this for Teresa. And it's like the perfect color of white. It's not too white. It's not too cream. It's like... Just a perfect off-white that looks really good with white or it just looks so good with everything. You just have to wash it enough to make it soft, but then they look so good. And then what, do you just like drape it over the sofa or do you have to like tack it on there somehow? No, she just had it like draped and then like kind of tucked, you know, like you Mm -hmm. could just tuck it under the cushions a little bit. And mine's actually on like a bench seat sofa outside. So it was pretty easy to do. But I think you can make it look really cute. And the fabric is amazing. It just looks great with everything. Well, great. So we just did. Do you realize that we just did a Deer MT slash high design slash Tish's Baked Goods triple crossover, triple threat, because those are from Amazon? That is true. Mind blown. Wait, say that again? (laughs) You can listen to it on our podcast next Thursday. It's okay. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, I just look at it on that little purple button on the front of my phone. <laughs> I haven't seen you like this ever in my entire life. I'm concerned. Me too. But you have to do Tish's Baked Goods now. Okay, like, let me think about this. I'll tell you what I bought on Amazon this week. What? So I ordered a new hat for my Montana trip and I ordered from this one company. It's one of my favorites. It's called Lovely Bird, made in California. And I always get a size medium in their hats. I have like three of them sitting here and they all fit really good. So I ordered a medium in this new hat and it was huge on me. And I was so devastated because I'm like about to leave on this trip and I really want this hat to work. So I hopped on Amma and bought these foam hat sizers for like $6.99. And there's these little pieces of foam. And I was so skeptical. I was like, this is not going to feel good in my head. I'm not going to be happy about this. But I just like I'm in a pinch. So I got to do it. So I bought them. They shipped the same day. And all it took was two little foam pieces. And I just put it underneath the brim of my hat. And I can't even tell that there's a hat sizer in there. It feels great. I know, but doesn't it make the lining that it has to go in just kind of stick up weird? Doesn't bother me. It always feels like it's going to come out for some reason. No, mine feels great. I'm thrilled with my purchase. Okay. Because I, first of all, I never can get a hat that aren't small enough. Every mm-hmm. single hat ever made is too big for me. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. So you'll have, I'm, I'm going to buy those too. Yeah, they're great. Well, okay. it's in our, it's in our purchase history. So you can just go take a look. Well, I'm going to get them. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. And then also one thing I did buy is 
I am candle obsessed and I found actually where I actually found the candle was at a store I've talked about it on here before called potted in LA and it's the cutest plant shop in Silver Lake and it's a plant shop and they have like patio furniture and they'll have wind chimes and just like cute pottery it is just the cutest place ever and so I bought a candle there and it was in this cutest ceramic little dust once the candle burns out you plant your plant in it mm -hmm. so that's why they carry them and it's such a good idea and they're the cutest ceramic little pots that the candles in they smell better than anything I have ever smelled in a candle and I am a like I'm picky when it comes to scents I hate super strong scents and so then when I realized I, I looked and see, to see who made it and I Googled it and they're on Amazon too. Oh. And it's about a brand, they're called Patty Wax. Their containers are so cute. And the ones that you can just put a plant in after is so genius that I just think that's so cool. And it is the, there is one called, mine's called Tobacco. And it's, Ooh. First of all, I never like tobacco, tobacco scents. They're always so like musty or like, I don't know what it is. This is not at all. I'm telling you, these are the best candles I've ever smelled. And the containers are the cutest things. Wow. Yeah. Big, Super cute. fan. Big, big fan. And then I also am going to throw out because, and you know what? I ended up looking at some of our reviews mm. and you guys are amazing. Like we have almost all five-star reviews. <gasps> Is that because we peer pressure them into giving us five stars, do you think? Actually, we do do that, but <laughs> it was so crazy because all the reviews were so, so good. Maybe not after today's, but oh. this one person said, you know what? The only thing that I don't love is that they only talk about Amazon purchases and I'd love them to throw it back to some small businesses, which oh, we have oh, like oh, potted. I've talked about them quite a few times on here. Very, very, very small. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to talk about another small one because it is called Elevate Jane and it is the cutest pipes and little bongs and like they're so unique joint holders just the cutest cutest you got to go to their website it or her instagram is so i just got a friend a gift and some of their joint holders are just the cutest things i have ever seen in my life and it's like they're not that expensive and it just feels like such a unique gift and just everything on there is so incredible they have these little teeny ceramic, well, blown glass uh, water pipes. They are so gorgeous. Like, I literally bought one just to use it as an accessory in a bookshelf because I thought it was so cute. So that's one that you can follow called Elevate Jane, and that's a soft, small business you can support, and it is absolutely incredible, and her stuff is so unique. Cute. You love that? Love. Very cute. I mean, it's amazing. What? Dolly Parton is on the cover of Billboard for the first time in her career? Is that not completely insane? How is this the first time? I don't know. Jeez. I mean, that is so crazy to me. Insane. But Dolly's looking good. Well, it's a bummer this podcast is over because now you finally pulled it together. We gotta do some more. Well, do you want to do a little off limits? What have you been watching anything or listening to anything or reading anything, Tizzle? Oh my gosh. What? Have you started watching Dirty John season two? <gasps> There's a season two? Literally, Molly and I were sitting at her kitchen table like two or three days ago, and Adam Lieber said, man, isn't that Dirty John season two so good? We both go, we both freaked out and went, what? And she goes, you want to get in bed and watch it? And literally we left everyone sitting at the table and just went in bed and started watching it. Oh my gosh. It is so unbelievably great wow. that I literally cannot take it. I only have one more episode to go and it's over and I'm going to be so sad. Brandy. Amanda Pete, she, her acting, you guys, like, you don't understand. Wait, she which is, character is she? Was, she? was she in season one or no? Okay, so it's really cool because it's kind of like American Horror Story. It's a completely mm. different person. Oh. It's a completely different person, complete new actors, a whole different thing. Oh. So this one's called Dirty John Betty. And wow. it is about, 
I mean, I don't want to tell you exactly. But anyway, it is her and Christian Slater who, oh. Oh, you love Christian Slater ever since Heathers. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love him. But anyway, he's in it. It kind of creepy, kind of creepy, kind of creepy. But, oh, like the acting is unreal. And it is the craziest story. You can't to, wait. You need to run, 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 run. Get it on. Um, it's but it's weird. It was on the USA channel. USA makes some good stuff though. Okay. Yeah, USA. I'm a little sad Eric Bana's not in it. I love him so much. Nope. He's the best. Yeah. That's the only sad part about them doing a new cast. Very interesting. Wait, you're not thinking Bloodline. No. Okay. Why? You're talking about Hannah. No. What, what are you talking about, Eric Bana? Isn't he in? He's Dirty John. Oh, I didn't know that. What do you mean you didn't know that? I didn't know that's his real name. You don't know who that is? I don't think so. What? He's been in so many things. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Eric Bana? Yes. I I loved him in Troy. Oh, the time traveler's wife was one of my faves that he's been in. Oh, he was in Black. He was in Black Hawk Down. Okay. Gosh, he's been, oh, Lone Survivor he was in. He's so good in that movie. And that's a great movie. I haven't seen that movie either. Lone Survivor? (laughs) Well, I think you've said this before. So good. How have you not seen that? I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, you love that uh, movie is dad. Oh, I'm sure. Damn. Did you know that Ryan Reynolds is the number two highest paid actor in Hollywood? I mean, he's. I mean, love him, but I feel like that's half because he's with Blake Lively. Yeah. You know what I bet really set Ryan Reynolds up is Deadpool. Oh. Uh-huh. I, I didn't see that. I loved him in The Proposal. That's one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds films. Ever. It was so good. I could watch that a million times. A million. But so anyway, honestly, I would have thought that I would have missed the actors from season one too but honestly it, it is just so good like the acting is just so good that it's crazy that you don't miss it at all because it's just the comp- yeah, i think you would if you know it was like a, any type of continuation or part of the original story but it's just something completely indifferent but i've never like the acting of amanda pete is like some of the best acting i've seen she's incredible what else is she in? I need to Google her. Oh, my God. I loved her. She was in, I think, Something's Gotta Give that I love. Huh. She's been in a ton of stuff. Oh, she does look familiar. I love her. She's pretty. She's so pretty. And honestly, the crazy thing about her is, I mean, like, she's the reason she's so good is, like, she completely, you know what? You know what? It's my favorite acting sense is the night of. And what I loved about the night of more than anything was it started out with this character that looked like this sweet kid that was going to sneak out of his house like a normal teenager and like so innocent. And then by the end, he is like just a completely different person. And you literally saw the change. I, I just don't know how somebody does that in, in an acting. Like, just figure out, like, to really show from A to Z and everything in between and how you just slowly became a different human being. And she does that. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Cool. Pretty much all from mental abuse. And it's like, yes, that can truly happen. I know. I, I like, felt bad if you've got to watch it. Okay. You know what I've been watching? Have you seen, it's a Netflix series. Have you, oh, actually, I think I did some research and it was a CW series and now it's on Netflix. Have you seen In the Dark? I haven't heard of that. Okay, so it's so weird because when you watch the preview, it's not a very good, like, representation of the show. Because when you watch the preview, it just kind of seems like a comedy and i don't know it just seems but it's not it's all about like a drug cartel it's phenomenal but the main character is a blind girl and she definitely is funny and like says funny things and there is a a comedic like aspect to the show for sure but they also like her and her friends get wrapped up in this drug cartel so it's fascinating and then also you know my friend ryan falls that i've known since first grade one of his best friends is actually in the show his name is casey and he plays her love interest in it and it's just really good i don't want to give anything away but like there's some prison scenes and there's like i don't 
don't know, like people get killed all the time, but then it's also like cute and funny and there's like love story obviously to it, like with her and different people and it's, it's just so cute. Like highly recommend. Where we watch this? Netflix. Oh. It's one of those where it's, it's an easy watch, you know, like an easy thing to to like binge, but it also has some depth to it. It's really good. Sounds good. Well, I've never heard of this. I don't know. I just, I just found it too. And it has two seasons. So it's been out for a minute. Did you ever watch Homecoming? No. I didn't either. I've really tried to start watching it. It was Julia Roberts the first season. But I have heard the podcast. Because I tried to watch it and I didn't love the show. But I have been hearing that that is the best podcast ever. Have you not listened? No. Okay, well, do you want to know the one I just started? Yeah. Have you heard of Limetown? No. (laughs) O-M-G. Limetown? Let me, <laughs> Lime, L-I-M-E, Limetown. Uh-huh. Okay, well, first of all, it's so believable that I listened to the first episode. I literally call Molly and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are not going to believe this. There is a place in Tennessee called Limetown and the, all this stuff happened and but we've got to get in because I'm dying to see it and I'm freaking out and she's like, Talking to Bradley. Bradley, mom wants to go. Should we go to this place in Tennessee? And Bradley looks it up and he's like, MT, it's fiction. (laughs) This is a real deal. Oh, brother. And I'm like, what? But it is so believable. I I honestly don't even know what's real and what's not. It feels that real. You have got to start it. Okay. And I think that they're just now are making it as a series. Let me look it up. Jessica Bill. Ooh. Maybe it's even out. It is out. And it was on, I think, Facebook Watch. I think that's right. But anyway, the podcast is so good, and I have just been loving it. Amazing. I'll download it for my trip this weekend. You're going to love it. It's really, really good. And you should download the the acting I've heard on Homecoming is some of the best acting ever. And I really think Limetown's amazing. Like, I believe in this girl. Well, clearly, if you were Google searching it and planning a trip. Oh, totally. Hilarious. And really freaked out. Well, speaking of trips, I got to go pack for mine. When are you leaving? I leave Sunday. So by the time the stoners are listening to this, I'll be exploring Glacier National Park. You are (laughs) I'll be kayaking through Lake McDonald this time Thursday. Are you for real? Yeah. You know what, Tish? When I'm 53, I'm not going to be counting down how many summers I have left to see the world because I'll have already seen it. (laughs) That was so harsh. (laughs) So true, true, though. (laughs) So true. Oh. Okay, well, on that note... (laughs) On that friggin' note, I'm gonna say, see you later, stoners. See you later, stoners. Leave us voicemails because we love you, and also five star rate review and subscribe. We love you. Bye. Wait, tell them our number to call 818-839-0534. I've actually memorized it now. Can you believe it? One more time. Give us a call at 818-839-0534. We can't do the podcast without ya. Okie doke. Call us. Bye, stoners. See ya. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.